On this week's episode of the Nokian Tires Journey podcast, the company's lead official in North America discusses what made 2021 special for Nokian Tires and what makes 2022 such an important year. That's next on the Nokian Tires Journey podcast. Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Welcome into our December 2021 episode of the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I am Nokian Tires Senior Manager of Communications and Content, West Bowling. We're glad to have you along for the ride yet again as we talk 2021. Let's recap it. It's been a big year for Nokia tires. It's been a massive year of seismic changes in the tire industry as well as we recovered from the initial blow from the pandemic and found a pathway forward to success both as a company and as an industry. And many of you have enjoyed great success as well. So today, as we turn the ignition on this episode, we're going to talk about it. We're going to catch up with Nokian Tires Vice President of Sales, Tommy Hainanen. He is the highest ranking official for us based in North America. We have an in-depth interview with him about what fueled our success this year and how that helped dealers also achieve the success that they were shooting for. And then we're going to look ahead at 2022 and ask him what makes that such an important year for all parties as well. And you won't want to miss a compelling story from a driver who was stuck in the terrible flooding that happened in British Columbia recently. He's going to share the story of his escape from that awful situation, thanks in part to Nokian Tires products. Our all-weather tires helped him take some unexpected routes home and overcome some conditions that he couldn't have imagined in his worst nightmares, and we're glad he made it home safely and wanted to catch up with him to hear his story of how our tires helped him get there. But before we have those discussions, let's Take a look around the tire industry and at Nokian Tires in a segment we call Tread Trends. Aftermarket tire shipments are up over both 2019 and 2020. That according to a report from USTMA that received coverage from all three trade media outlets. According to the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association, passenger tire shipments increased by nearly 11% over 2020 figures and light truck by almost 17%. Aftermarket growth outpaced that of the original equipment market, and overall, tire shipments are up about 1% over 2019 pre-pandemic figures. Those numbers mirror the success that we've experienced at Nokian Tires, where we enjoyed our strongest third quarter in company history, thanks to that consumer rebound, but also, of course, to your loyalty and desire to sell our products to your customers. And a major determinant of that success has been the ability to navigate challenging supply chain issues. The global container shortage presented every tire company and certainly every tire shop with inventory hurdles to overcome. We know you were not immune to those issues and certainly neither were we. And on November 30th, Modern Tire Dealer published a profile of how tire makers were navigating that inhospitable logistical climate. Our North America head of supply chain, Christy McDaniel, offered her comments and also detailed how the growth of our factory in Dayton, Tennessee, is designed to help counter some of that uncertainty. Be sure to check out that piece published on November 30th again on ModernTireDealer.com. 
And finally, the new Nokian Hakka Polita 10 is generating excitement in its first winter season. Canadian outlet Auto 123 listed the new studded tire among its top winter tires of the year. Eric Decarier writes, quote, This Finnish brand remains the one that stands out from the other winter tire brands in Canada. Its Hakka Polita products have earned a reputation among motorists, especially in Quebec, thanks to their grip on snow and ice. Thanks to Eric for that review. Motor Illustrated's Olivier Delorme writes that, quote, Nokian Tires continues to be at the forefront of the tire industry. Olivier has a set of Hakka 10s, and he's excited to give them a try. What about you? What are your customers saying about the Nokian Hakka Polita 10? Those of you in traditional winter tire areas would be very interested to hear what your drivers are saying. We know it's early in the season, but as you start to hear from them, we encourage you to reach out and, and tell us what they're telling you. Obviously, you'll be in those conversations with your sales reps, but we'd also encourage you to email me at west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Tires with a Y, West.bowling at nokiantires.com. All right, so that's what's happening across the tire industry and at Nokian Tires. Now, let's go deeper. Tommy Hainan was kind enough to join us for a year-ending discussion. Tommy is always so generous with his insight about the challenges and opportunities that Nokian Tires is facing. And our North American Vice President of Sales went deep today to discuss some of those challenges, some of the thrills of the year, and what's ahead in 2022. Enjoy our sit-down discussion with Nokian Tires North America Vice President of Sales, Tommy Hainanen. As we recap the successes and challenges of 2021, there's really no better person to offer perspective than our North American Vice President of Sales, Tommy Hainan. And thanks for sitting down with me today. And when I say sitting down with me, I mean it literally. We're doing this in person in the Nashville office. First one of these we've gotten to do in person. It's nice to see you and sit across the table from you again. Thank you, Wes. Uh, yes, this is really great to see you in person. And, and, and uh, uh, for me also, this is the first time in Nashville office about two years. So so uh, it's weird to be here, but it's great to be here. So thank you very much. And, and, and uh, yes, uh, I'm excited to talk about, uh, about uh, uh, this year and, and, and about the next year. It is a natural time, of course, to, to review the year and talk about some of the successes and the challenges that we experienced as a company and in partnership with our customers. Uh, so first off, in short, how would you summarize 2021 for Nokian Tires? A little bit mixed feelings. Um, of course, um, overall, it has been excellent, excellent year for us. Um, record sales and, and, and a lot of uh, uh, new product launches, just to mention the Nokian Tires 1 and Hakkapelita 10, great, great products, uh, great uh, success stories. Uh, a lot of great success stories with our customers. Um, thank you. Thank you for everybody making that happen. And the and, and team has been performing very well so there are a lot of positive things uh, for Nokian tires this year however uh, what has been negative or let's say not that successful uh, is of course availability and we know that we are not the only one struggling uh, struggling with this this uh, matter but uh, for sure we have sometimes uh, let our customers down because we have been not able to deliver uh, as many tires as we wanted to deliver and uh, and, and our apologizes on that but uh, Unfortunately, uh, it is what it is. What comes to the uh, comes to the global situation. Well, yeah, Toby, you mentioned that it's been a challenge across the industry, and I know that your focus and the focus of so many of our team members has been to try to uh, adjust our processes and account for some of those externally uh, imposed challenges uh, when it comes to the container shortage and and logistical challenges that resulted from that. How have we adjusted those processes to keep those tires? 
flowing to our dealers as best we can. Ramp up of the Dayton is of course very important for us because more we have a local domestic production here, less we need to bring tires from Europe to North America. So ramping up Dayton is a big thing and that's that's going on. Uh, other thing, uh, our logistics team has uh, has been spending a lot of time uh, to find alternative sources for the containers. So pretty we have been using uh, new carriers, new routes, all the possible ways to uh, to get more containers available for us and and. and um, that has been the key. Also, uh, we are doing uh, more planning than, than ever. We are spending more and more time uh, just to uh, be ahead of the, uh, what's happening. So uh, sales forecasting and also then um, forecasting for the uh, logistics, meaning that the booking the capacity in an advance on those ships. But uh, for sure, it's a challenge because um, um, everybody is trying to do the same. Everybody is trying to be smarter than the, the market in average. But uh, but but I think our team has done a tremendous job there. So thank you for the team members. The themes that you're touching on here of, of resiliency and of resourcefulness, I know have been really key for Nokian Tires. After the struggle that, that our industry faced in, in 2020, what do you think has been the key to Nokian Tires rebounding from that adversity we all faced and reaching the success that we were able to achieve this year? I would say that there are two things. First of all, uh, our customers are really... Um, they trust us and they are willing to give us uh, all the time bigger and bigger share of their business and, and, and we do things together with the customers. So that's that's great. I'm really happy to see the collaboration with the customers going to the deeper and deeper level, level all the time. Uh, same time, I would say that uh, in our company, we talk about Hakkapelita spirit and, and, and I think uh, this year has been a great example of that. So people are willing to uh, go to extra mile and and, and do uh, better, do more, and and uh, be innovative, finding a new solution. So so I would say that uh, it's all about the attitude. It's all about the will to win spirit. And as important as those things are, of course, they're only as strong as their ability to reach our customers and reach our drivers. You speak to our customers on a daily basis as you speak with. Our, our dealers around the United States and Canada, our customers, what are some of the themes that you're hearing from them about how we were able to meet their expectations this year? Most of the calls are starting by, by, by comments that, hey, where are my tires? What's happening there? And, and, and uh, that's kind of the theme of the day. And, and, and um, I understand that everybody wants to do business. Everybody, when they order the tires, they need it. And it's, it's clear that uh, everybody is expecting that they are arriving on time. But uh, um, I think it's fair to say that we have been doing better than industry in average and why I'm saying so is that uh, that, that our customers, uh, of course, after this uh, mandatory uh, mandatory uh, complaining about availability, they are admitting usually that we are doing better than industry average, which is, of course, great to hear. I'm not saying that we are perfect, no way, but uh, still better than industry average. And the other example is that our market share is growing, both US and Canada. And when we have our own uh, sales regions, it's growing in all our sales regions. So I think that's a clear evidence that, uh, that, that we have been performing quite nice. And a couple of huge drivers of that market share growth have been a couple of new products that we've introduced this year. First, in January, we came out with the Nokian Tires 1, an all-season passenger tire, the first of those to be equipped with Aramid sidewalls. And I know that, that sales have performed quite well uh, compared to expectations for that product. 
Yes, for sure. So Nokian Taios one, uh, it's easy to say it has been a home run. So uh, customers really love it, and and, and uh, uh, we have been selling that. Um, it's uh, it's uh, definitely what comes to the units. Um, it's our uh, best-selling line, and and, and uh, even we have been uh, having uh, availability issues. It's still already clear that uh, that that it it's the all-time uh, best-selling line in North America. So. Thank you for everybody uh, on, on who has been part of the creating that uh, product and also of course for our uh, customers, dealers who, who are buying that and, and, and uh, sees the value of that product. And I'll insert a shameless plug if you're interested in hearing more dealer perspective about the Nokian Tires 1. We spoke with Mark Rhodes, the president of Plaza Tire in episode 4 earlier this year about the pilot program that, that they launched. Uh, to sell the Nokian Tires 1 in the Midwest, it was a big success. We know many of you have experienced success with the Nokian Tires 1. Moving on, though, to our bread and butter, uh, Winter, of course, is the inventor of the Winter Tire. The uh, Nokian Hakapalita 10 made its debut this fall. I know we're early into that sales season, but so far, how has it performed? Well, Hakapalita 10, uh, it has been performing very well. Um, customers uh, like it. It has been selling well, but uh, we have to be honest, and because it was a new product, we didn't have any opening inventory, and uh, Hakapalita 10 is built in, in Europe, so for sure we were a little bit struggling to get it on time for the season because of the logistics constraint and, and, and non-existent opening inventory so the pipeline was empty so to say we didn't have it customers of course didn't have it so we have to fill the whole supply chain here and, and, and uh, uh, it could have been arriving earlier then it would be perfect but um, but but uh, now when we are selling it uh, it's really uh, flying out of the stores well, that's great to hear. And I know when it comes to our all-season and all-weather products, the Dayton factory is going to be a big driver, as you mentioned, in alleviating some of those logistical challenges and not relying as much on that global shipping. How is RampUp going at the Dayton factory, and what progress would you expect there next year? I was just visiting a couple of days ago Dayton, and I was very, very impressed what I saw there. A team is doing their tremendous job, and, and, and the daily production numbers are increasing, and and. and uh, uh, during the uh, fourth quarter, they have had uh, record days all the time. So I'm very confident that next year will be will be looking looking good. And and, and uh, they have massive targets for the uh, for the next year. And and, and uh, I'm sure uh, Team there will will do it. And we will have again uh, twice as many uh, tires built in in uh, US than than uh, this year. So looking good. When you visited, did you get to enjoy either of the saunas that are on site? Well, um, I just visited. I have never seen the, uh, the sauna in an in, in administration building before, so now I saw it, but it was cold and, and, and uh, uh, really I couldn't enjoy it, but uh, I was now able to see it. So it is there and maybe someday. Yeah, I always walk by it and think, maybe I should go uh, for a workout and sit in there sometime, and I haven't done it yet either. Uh, we've talked a lot about 2021 and looked back. Let's look forward for a moment as we close our discussion, and I'll ask you just a vague question. You can take whatever you want. What are your hopes for Nokian Tires in 2022? So what we are planning for uh, 2022 is, uh, is, is that um, we will have a all-time high sales. That's definitely our target. Uh, we are planning to grow. We, we want to make it, again, 
better year uh, than 21 and uh, I'm confident that we will make it together with our team and together with our customers we will make it happen and, and, and uh, breaking records again. Tell me anything else you want to share today. Well um, I wish you all the happy holidays and I want to say that thank you for year 2021. It has been quite a journey and, uh, and a beautiful journey uh, for sure and, and, and uh, uh, thank you for everybody and let's make next year even better. We always appreciate a chance to catch up with Tommy. Thanks to uh, him for stopping by and lending his insight. But ultimately, the way we all define success isn't just in the books. It isn't just on the ledger. It's also in the lives of our customers, the people who are driving our tires, the people to whom you're selling tires every day. And one of those customers is Rick Hunter. He lives in the Vancouver area. And he's been driving the Nokian WRG3 all-weather tire for a few years now. And recently, he endured a harrowing experience that made him very thankful for the tires he had on his vehicle. You won't want to miss this story from Rick, who reached out to us with a testimonial. We just decided we had to talk to him and learn more about his story. So we wanted to share it with you now. Here's Rick Hunter. Rick Hunter is a resident of North Vancouver, British Columbia, and he recently had a harrowing experience uh, that caused him to want to write to us and tell us about how Nokian tires helped him get home safely during a, a really a terrible situation. And uh, we thought we'd catch up with Rick because we wanted to hear a little more about his experience and how the tires helped him get out of a really tough spot. So Rick, first off, thank you so much for writing to us and for taking the time to chat with us today. Oh, you're very welcome, Wes. So before we get to your story, Love a little background information about you. Uh, you live in Vancouver. We, we've established that. What tires yeah. do you drive? What do you typically use them for? And uh, would you have ever imagined that you'd be in a situation like you were you were in? I, I never thought I would. But uh, yeah, I've been using the Nokian, uh, the, the WRG3 uh, SUV tires. Uh, I drive a Lexus uh, RX. And uh, yeah, I mean, when I was first looking for, for tires, I... Um, I started researching the all-weather, and, and I thought for our particular climate, this just seemed like the, the, a great tire to have. I mean, we have a lot of rain in this area, but I'm also going up to Whistler and Blackcomb on a regular basis, and so I experienced you know, a lot of rain, a lot of slush, um, snow, kind of see it all. And when I read about this tire, I thought, this seems like the tire for me. So it, um, yeah, no, it's been, been, a, been a great, great tire for sure. So. And a few weeks ago, you experienced conditions you never would have expected uh, when you launched your journey. Uh, I guess just from there, tell us your story of the experience that you had uh, amidst the terrible British Columbia flooding. Yeah, we were just going up to, to a place called Nicola Lake, just uh, east of Merritt, and just going up for a boys' uh, weekend fishing trip, kind of end of the season there in mid-November. And, you know, I had a couple of great days fishing and then we tried to get home. And at that point, that was on the, uh, the Sunday and we'd heard the Coquihalla Highway had been closed. Um, and we didn't have a lot of details at that point. So we decided to, to wait to the next day. And the next day we found out another route had been closed. So there was only one route left to really get back to the, the lower mainland. And, uh, and that was going the back route. So from where we were at, we had to go north up to Kamloops and then west out uh, through Lillooet. Um, and then what's called the Duffy Highway, which is quite a, a dangerous highway. It goes through a, a steep mountain pass. And um, at that point, there was a lot of rain coming down. So definitely some flooding on the roads. Uh, we were starting to hit slush on our way up as we uh, went up through the, the Duffy Lake there. 
we were also seeing uh, a number of rocks uh, on the road at that point as well. Um, some rocks as big as, you know, 50, 60 pounds sort of thing. So some pretty sizable rocks you had to drive around. But uh, we are very fortunate. We, uh, as we were sort of at the higher point of, of Duffy Lake, um, we got to a point where we had we to pull off just to take a pee break. And uh, I think that might have saved us from being in a, in a slide. We, um, we got back on the highway and, and drove for another couple of kilometers. And uh, we were then stopped by a, a vehicle coming from the other direction. And apparently this was the vehicle, the last vehicle that made it through from, from the slide. And they had experienced it and they, you know, as they got through, they, they looked back and went back and saw vehicles over the side. Um, they looked up the mountain and saw how dangerous it looked and got out of there as quickly as possible. Where we were stopped, um, there was three other vehicles and she came and spoke to, to each of us and said to get out of there as soon as possible. She told us what had happened. She said that there's no way you can get through and it's not gonna be open for a long time. And yeah, we didn't know the extent of, of the slide, but, uh, but a pretty scary situation. So. We ended up getting out of there as, as quickly as possible. And um, for the next 20 kilometers, I had a friend just kind of watching both mountainsides for anything that might move. And I was, of course, I was watching the road very closely with the rocks on the road. And it was 20 kilometers of, of hell <laughs> just yeah. hang, hanging in there. And, uh, but um, yeah, so, so we made it out of there. We went, um, we went back to Nicola Lake and um got back to the, the Merritt area. And at that point in Merritt, they'd actually um, had an evacuation notice because uh, Merritt was flooding. Um, the sewages were all backing up. Um, so they were getting everybody out of the, the Merritt area and they were closing down the town at, at four o'clock. We got there at about 3.45, just to, enough time to, to gas up and grab a loaf of bread from the store. It was actually the last loaf of bread. Mm. We went back to my buddy's place at, uh, at Nicola Lake, spent the night there. And then we heard that um, we were going to be able to possibly get across the border. So that would mean, you know, going across the border without a passport. Um, they were also going to allow us to get across without taking the COVID uh, test coming back into Canada. So we took our chances and the next day we, we headed out. Uh, we took um, what's called Highway 97C Connector, which is, again, another high mountain pass and traveling through some, you know, some actually pretty tricky roads they were covered in snow and ice um in fact as we went across that pass i noticed the temperature it was minus 10 wow uh, celsius so it was a pretty cool day but um yeah we made uh, made it very fairly easily through, through the pass there and then got down into the Kelowna area and then went south through asoyas and through the border crossing and the border was great getting across then we went all the way down to wenatchee uh, along the columbia river and then over to uh, just north of Seattle to get back onto the I-5 and then back up to, to Blaine, Washington. And uh, yeah, but at the same time, we, again, we had to hit another high mountain pass, Stevens Pass there, uh, it's, uh, as we came through the Cascades. And uh, again, hitting a lot of snow and ice on, on that pass. And the tires were great because uh, that was actually probably a trickier pass because it's quite steep going up and quite steep coming down. And uh, I was really impressed in, in how well the tires held through the, the whole uh, whole drive there. I, I felt fully confident. And I would say it, there were some times I was probably hitting 120 kilometers an hour at, um, at least on the highway 97 C and, uh, yeah, they, they were, they were absolutely fine. So just great, great tires, but yeah, it's quite, quite a trip and quite an adventure and glad to be home safe. 
Well, we're glad you made it home safe. And before we go any further in this conversation, we would like to extend our, our love and heartfelt you know, best wishes to those who were impacted by the flooding in British Columbia, uh, and customers, uh, folks there, just everyone in general who, who has had tremendous challenges and will be rebuilding for a long time and has our full support uh, in doing so. Um, Rick, as you're trying to navigate these harrowing situations, whether it's potential rock slides at any time on either side, driving through a you know, flooding situation, or then driving through snow and ice in these mountain passes that you didn't expect to be dealing with, what emotions are you feeling? Is there time to have emotion or feelings or fear? Or are you just so focused that you're just buckled in and trying to get to the next next kilometer? It, it's amazing how focused you become. It, it's like, yeah, you don't really think too much about the fear. It, it's like, you know, you're just kind of focused on what you need to do. And, and like I said, I sort of had my buddy doing his thing of, of watching both sides of the mountain and myself very focused on the road at that time, just making sure we didn't hit any rocks there. So yeah, it, it really just sort of, buckle down and, and focus on what, what you're doing at that point. And yeah. What did it mean to you that you had tires you could trust in that moment, that you were able to just focus on doing your job, knowing the tires were going to do their job? Yeah, no, it gave, gave me a lot of confidence. Like I say, we, um, I was probably, this is a fairly windy highway and we were trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. So I was definitely doing an excess of hundred K maybe 110k an hour and, and you know some sections there that were safe to do that but um other areas was quite twisty and of course there were some rocks so you had to slow down but yeah no i had full full confidence that uh that the, these tires were going to keep me on the road and have done for for quite a few years now so. i wanted to point out a couple lines that you wrote in the email that you sent to us because i think um you you craft an incredible narrative and tell your story extremely well. First one you've, you've covered is that what started as a boys weekend fishing trip turned into an adventure of survival, uh, which truly, truly was the case. Um, but then at the end of your, of your piece that you wrote to us, you said, when you call them an all weather tire, you are not kidding. They have never let me down. What would you tell folks who maybe don't understand the difference between an all season tire and an all weather about the difference that having that all-weather tire with that three-peak mountain snowflake certification made for you and can make for them. Yeah, that's when I was first doing my research, that was one thing I, I was not completely sure of, you know, the differences between an all-season and an all-weather. And I, and I think that's even, you know, even when I talk to friends about the tires and tell them this is the tire you have to get, you know, they're still, you know, thinking, well, I really need a snow tire for around here. I'm going up to Whistler. I'm going up to the snow country. And I said, no, you don't. I said, this is a true snow tire and it's, it's unbelievable how well it does in, in the snow. And I even gave them, you know, there was one particular uh, time when I was up at Whistler Black Home and we have to park at the top lot. And there's a section there that sometimes it gets quite icy. And uh, I was behind three or four cars. They were all kind of slipping away. And uh, I thought, well, maybe I'll just go past them. And I put my foot down a little bit. I thought I must get a little bit. I didn't skid it once. It's like I just went straight up the hill and passed these other, other vehicles. Again, completely safe. And this this was pretty much an icy road. So at that point, I, I knew I, I had a great snow tire. It's um and I, and I think that's what people don't realize. You know, it's called an all-weather tire, but they don't realize how good these tires are in the snow. Like mm. I I I've tested them numerous times going up to to, to Whistler Blackcomb to ski, and uh, like I say this this weekend. Um, when we were stuck up there in the interior and had to hit two high mountain passes, um, these tires just held held so well in those particular conditions. 
And what's great about, about these particular tires is, especially in our, our neck of the woods here in the province of BC, you know, we can be driving these mountain passes in August, September, and these mountain passes can get snow. So a lot of people may not have their snow tires on at that point. Well, I've got a tire that I can rely on because it's, you know, I know it's going to make it through whether we get a heavy hailstorm, whether we get snow in August, you know, I, I've got the tire and, uh, and not only does it do well in, in the, the snow and rain, I mean, I've run these tires up to 160 kilometers an hour in the summertime in, in safe sections of the highway up there. And, yeah. uh, and they've been just fantastic, you know, just a, a really nice tire to, to ride on. That's so, just great to hear. And, you know, our yeah. official stance is that for those who live in sustained severe snow and ice, there's still nothing safer than that dedicated winter tire. But but you are, I think, the, the perfect case study for somebody who lives in an area like Vancouver that's a little more moderate uh, weather-wise yeah. than than certainly, you know, some some areas. My family lives in Quebec and it's it's they need a they need a true winter tire. But but I would imagine now you're you know, really evangelizing to your friends and those you talk to about tires that, that if you live in a place like Vancouver or maybe even a place like, you know, certain areas of Toronto, you know, the southern reaches of, of Canada, that an all-weather tire is going to provide the ability to visit winter safely, whether you expect to be in those conditions or whether you don't. It's very true. Yeah. And here, as you know, in, in Vancouver, we get a lot of rain. So you, mm. you need a tire that does well in the rain. And, and this tire def, definitely does that. I mean, I would say the majority of my, my driving that I do in the wintertime would be in the rain. It's it's just the trips up to Whistler and, and up through the mountain passes is where we're going to hit the snow. And we only probably get, you know, an average of two, three, four snowfalls here in the Vancouver area through the winter, but the rest of, is rain. So yeah, they do, a, do an, an awesome job in the rain. So when you were doing your research uh, and trying to figure out the right tire back back then and, and under, be, began to understand the all-weather difference, what role did the the shop worker play at the tire store in helping educate you? Was it something you purely researched on your own or did you run it by them to say, hey, I want to make sure I'm making the right call here? Yeah, I have to admit, I, I did actually do it on my own and uh, I often do that when I'm doing, um, you know, analyzing something I'll, mm -hmm. I'll just go on the internet and uh yeah i, I think at that point i read a, a number of different reviews i i'd narrowed it down to to two tires and and yours being the one and i'm glad i yours was the one that i picked because it's it's really been the been an awesome product sounds like you may be a nokian tires customer for uh, for many years to go uh, i think that's going to be the case for sure well, Rick, thank you for telling your story. We are so glad that you were safe. We're glad that our tires played a role in that. And it's great because we talk a lot on this podcast about the importance of certain types of tires and about sales tips and telling the story and all that stuff. But ultimately, when lives are saved, as yours potentially was through driving these tires, that's what it's all about. And that's what every shop worker wants to be able to do as well as to have that impact to, to explain to somebody, look, you can buy a budget set of tires for almost whatever price point you want. Are they going to be there when you need them? And, you know, at Nokian Tires, we believe we are with our drivers and, and we put the technology and the time in to make sure that they are confident in that choice and that, that dealers, shop workers are proud to make that sale. So thank you for providing that testimonial as one of the strongest pieces of evidence yet that what we are doing collectively makes a difference. Yeah. Well, thank you for providing a great product. Really appreciate that, Wes. Wow, what a story from Rick. Again, we appreciate his willingness to reach out and explain why these tires made a difference for him. And it really does instill a sense of meaning and purpose, as if any of us needed that already. We already are driven by that. But to understand that what we are doing truly does impact people and, and selling the right tires for the right conditions 
can make a very real difference in people's lives. So thanks again to Rick uh, for that interaction. Let's turn our eyes briefly to the road ahead. It is going to be a very busy 2022, and January is going to get off to a really hot start. We look forward to sharing more with you soon about what that means. Keep a close eye on the dealer services portal, on your email inboxes, and of course on your phones as you're talking to our sales reps to learn more about what's coming down the pipe in the coming weeks. And we'll also have more content recapping 2021. Keep an eye out in trade media, tire business, modern tire dealer, and tire review for a recap of our 2021 season. The dealer services newsletter is going to have more information about that as well. That will come to your inbox right before Christmas on uh, the, the Tuesday before the, uh, the Christmas holiday. So look forward to sharing more news with you there. But finally, thank you again for listening to the Journey Podcast. We create this for you for people in the tire industry so that you can keep tabs on what's happening throughout the industry and especially here at Nokian Tires. We appreciate your willingness to listen to this. We also appreciate Tommy coming on, of course, to lend his perspective on the 2021 year and what's ahead next year and to Rick for his powerful testimonial. And so from all of us at Nokian Tires, we wish you a happy and healthy holiday season and we'll catch up with you again in January. So long. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time, keep on rolling.